Paul's not here because he's a little bitch. Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Actually, there's no Paul, because uh, Paul's a little baby, and he said his tummy's tongue hurt, and he's not here. Which really is a shame, because this is event two of the Queen City Chronicles. We've got first place Kinley and second place Landon. This is the first time we've had actual winners on the show. So that's great. Normally we get <laughs> folks that are like really close. So that's awesome. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good. I'm doing great. All right. So you guys, uh, again, if you guys aren't familiar, we run these, uh, these event recaps for Queen City kayak bass fishing. They are uh, the one kayak trail you should really be following. I don't even tournament fish and... Uh, I follow it. Uh, my fantasy fishing league for it is trash because I keep picking Tori and Ryan and Dustin <laughs> and Hambone. Thank God West did better. But, uh, yeah, my my team is trash now. But uh, it's a really, really, really great trail with awesome anglers. So we're really stoked to have you guys on. Uh, Kinley, you got first place. Uh, so this event, you could fish three different lakes, correct? Four, I believe it was. It was four. Which, which one did you pick? You narrowed it down. <laughs> Sorry, you broke up there. It's okay if you don't want to say what lake you were on. That's fine. <laughs> you narrowed it down. Hold on just a minute. A little technical difficulties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop you back in in a minute. And let's see. While he's reloading Landon, did you want to divulge what body of water you were on? Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. Um, I was on High Rock. Uh, you know, anybody who uh, I, I feel like fishes the various bodies of water that we were fishing, if you simply look at the Tourney X pictures of, of the, the fish that, that I caught slash we caught, kind of figure out you know, sort, of, sort of where things were. Um, but yeah, I was on the uh, the the always muddy waters of High Rock. Gotcha. And uh, it, it seemed like people did better because event one looked like it was uh, a struggle bus for a lot of folks. It looked like it was a really tough event. It looked like a lot more people caught him this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, event one, you know, Norman is as as a lot of people probably saw potentially today, yesterday with the pros. It's a fickle beast um, in that cold front that we had coming in. Uh, it was rough. Event one, I only got four bites. Now, granted, I managed a top ten, but I only caught four fish all day. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one definitely, the bite was better, um, but the it you know the the quality of fish on the Yadkin as opposed to the Catawba is just astonishing. The difference, um, you know, those are those are it's a different different fish uh especially where i was on high rock than anything you're gonna get at uh, norman for sure can we how about you was the bite a little better uh this event than the uh the first one i think still has that wheel spinning we can hear you though hey if uh let's see here i've got another computer that's hardwired i might be able to get back on here you're good now yeah i was Hey, hey, do me a favor. Um, go in there and um, let me see here. Stop your camera. Most people don't watch it anyway, so stop your camera. Usually that helps. 
so so did you find right. the bite easier yeah it, you're good now what was the bite easier in this event than uh event one uh yeah so i only managed i think three fish in event one so um and i had missed a couple uh but i found them all on one dock so it's not like i was out there just getting bites at multiple places so so definitely easier this time and i think it's just right place right time i i fished a little history i've only been to uh, i'll tell you it's high rock but i've only been to high rock <laughs> twice right uh, this was the uh how, how long uh just Kin kinley how long have you been with uh queen city this is my second full season uh i fished a little bit before the year before uh i did their emerald uh charity event and i think i did their season opener on lake james because that's close to home okay uh, and i think i might have been one more out on norman well i mean that, that's pretty good for only fishing you know the trail you know two years and already at event one you got to win so congrats on that that's awesome thank you yeah it was i mean i'd say it's unexpected um i'm, I'm kind of streaky uh, there are certain times of the year where I'm pretty good and other times where I struggle. Uh, usually in the spring and early summer, I do pretty good. You get in the fall and winter, I tend to fall off the map. So um, I have to try to do good early. But say, get those points now then. Yeah, uh, fall of last year knocked me out of, you know, uh, BASS qualifier. It, it, I skunked two times in a row between Jordan and Murray. Um, so, but it's just, you know, one fish at Murray would have got me there and, it, and I couldn't pull it off, so. The problem is you can only practice those times a year, those times a year. Right. So it's not like you can go back and practice all. So gotcha. Landon, how about you? How long have you been with Queen City? Uh honestly, about the exact same amount of time. Uh okay. last year was my first full season. I fished seven events two years ago. I actually moved from Atlanta uh just before the twenty two or sort of like beginning of the twenty twenty one season. Uh, bought a kayak super quick, as quick as I could, rock outdoors, um, and, and got into Santee event three, I think, of 21 was my first uh, event with these guys. And I hadn't, coming from Atlanta, I mean, I hadn't laked fished in maybe 15 years <laughs> leading up to Santee. So going to Santee, first time on a lake, first time on a kayak it was an experience for sure. What did you fish before that? Just like creeks or? I had, so I was lucky enough. My uh, uncle is that was a FLW pro. Um, okay. So I, my grandpa fished, my dad fished. We did uh, tournaments on Watts Bar Lake and Kentucky Lake three times a year, Smith family tournaments. Um, so I got a lot of good exposure, good coaching from ages eight to 13. Um, I was a very highly competitive soccer player, played college soccer. So, you know, from there, uh, my weekends were full. Uh, I fished a lot of ponds, a lot of, you know, golf course ponds, things of that nature for a long time. I always had a passion for fishing, moved up here. COVID was going. Um, uh, we moved up here to open uh, personal training studios. None of them could open because COVID. So decided to get back into fishing. It's where the rest is uh, history. Hell yeah. Kinley, how about you? You've been fishing a while or? Oh, I've been fishing ever since I can remember. Um, I, I, my camera's off now, but I got a picture behind me of me as a kid with my grandfather. Uh, me and dad, we'd go fishing every Saturday we could and golf every Sunday. Um, so uh, kayak fishing I've been doing, I think that bought the kayak for me when I was 14 years old and we'd run around in the French Broad River. So that's 20, 
24 years now, 20, wow. 22 years that I've been fishing. So, um, but tournament fishing, obviously just a short period of time. I mean, I'd never even thrown a spinner bait until that Emerald event. Um, really, I tossed one, but you know, when they were forced to only use a bag of baits that you had, you know, mm -hmm. so I fall in love with that spinner bait. So it's going to be good this last weekend too. I've got like a full confession. I've never caught a fish on a fucking spinner bait ever. It's the most second most embarrassing thing. Bottom jig. I've never caught in a fish spinner bait. These fish where I'm at, they hate both of those baits so much. It is insane. I can't get one on a chatterbait. Tried even in this tournament. Once I caught the fourth fish and hit eighty, I'm like, well, shoot, I'm gonna try a chatterbait now. I want to catch one on it, mm -hmm. and that just it didn't work out. I kept going right back to spinnerbait. I think the chatterbait's one. I've caught fish on that. Our my my waters are usually pretty pressured, so the swim jig is usually the better pick than the uh, the chatterbait for me. Landon, what's your uh, style of fishing? Yeah, are you uh, finesse or power? You know, I I have been turned into a finesse fisherman from the Catawba chain. Uh, wacky rig and docks is I'm I'm for some reason I'm really good at it. Um, that's what it's I great caught, way to fish. That's what I caught almost all my fish on, honestly, in this tournament. Um, uh, I, I was throwing the uh, the pulse uh, true south pulse spinnerbait that red. Colorado, if you want to catch spinnerbait fish, go to High Rock Lake, throw that spinnerbait. They absolutely destroy it. Um, but for whatever reason, Saturday they wouldn't bite it, so I just went to my comfort zone. I started throwing a, a wacky rig on docks and cold up about 13 inches in the last two hours. Hell yeah. That's funny you say the pulse because that's what I was throwing to start the morning as well, and I did catch one on it but they were hitting that big willow on the top and, and twisting it up my line. I ended up downsizing to the guppy. Yep. Um, they were, I had a, it, a so. paddle tail swim bait on the back and they were every fish I caught in practice the week before. And then the two I caught on it on tournament day, ate the entire swim bait. I hooked in the top of the mouth. I mean, they were smashing it. Um, one of them took drag on the strike, reeling it in, reeling it in, hit it so uh. hard pull drag on the uh, initial strike they smashed high rock and that spinnerbait are best friends the uh is that lock or uh, i'm sorry is that lake uh, just larges or does it have uh what do you guys got spots out there too right if spots exist know. there i haven't caught any okay so so it's just green fish yeah i have no idea like i said that's only my second time there you know and how did you guys uh, kind of break down your plan? Like, did you practice? And uh, whatever you found out in practice, your initial plan, is that what you actually went with, or did you have to pull an audible before you got there? I'll let Kenley go. He got the big limit. All right. So, actually, uh, no practice. Like I said, I fished it twice right. the second time. So, last year, if you go back to last year, I finished fourth there. Um, and – what I went to was on a recommendation uh, from a friend and teammate, uh, William Queen. And we went to this spot and where I was going to initially start, there were two guys on the bank fishing. They had lights out. They were out there before the sun was. So I never got to hit that spot, but I hit all the docks around it and I put together a, a limit. I caught four fish. It was a pretty good limit. We ended up winning the team division that year, which I guess you guys landed one it this year, yep. correct? Yep. So we won the team division. I finished fourth and I'm like, well, shoot, that's the only place I know. That's where I'm going to go because when I was there, those guys that were fishing the bank, 
uh, one, there was bait being chased, and I caught one white bass near them. Um, but the uh, they told me that they love to chase bait in this particular area all the time. So I went back and I started fishing. And after about 30 minutes of fishing, the bait just started rolling. And I've got a video out, and you can see it's just nothing but bait being slammed on that rock wall the entire time. And it's just it, once I figured out the angle of the cast, which seemed to be really important, uh, it just worked out. And it was just I could if I saw the bait getting pushed, I could cast and catch one. Yeah, so me for practice, uh, so last year this event, um, I started the morning really good. I caught a 21.75 off a tree that I had caught in a shorter, like 20 and a half, but the thickest fish I've ever caught in my entire life. I think it was uh, seven pounds, four ounces at 20 and a half. Um, and I, there was a bit of a picture controversy. Uh, with the, the, the fish um, that I was dealing with for a lot of the rest of the day last year's tournament. I uh, ended up catching one more fish, had one jump off my board as I was trying to take a picture. And as I was on the phone with Vinny, no fault of Vinny's at all, me, I shouldn't have called him while I was trying to fish. Um, I was fishing, had one on, couldn't get a good hook set, lost it, coulda, shoulda, woulda, had a good tournament last year. So the idea was to go back to the same spot, go back to the same mm -hmm. place, same tree, same, do everything the exact same, throw the pulse, uh, throw the black, uh, blue flake, uh, biz bait, sassy stick, same thing. It was a hundred percent blown out, uh, with all the rain we'd had. I mean, that area was so much debris on the water. The water was high. The water was, you know, high rocks, always a little murky, but it was really, really, really tough water conditions there so i knew i had to sort of reinvent the wheel i thought maybe i'd go to baden and uh get a little bit of uh, clearer water uh down there but baden is just there's the pressure on that lake is astonishing i mean the amount of boats that fish out there and it's so small um and i knew high rock may not have you know a limit but i think my three fish limit at high rock might be bigger than my four fish limit at baden because high rocks <laughs> just got so much big fish so i went in relatively blind an area mm -hmm. that i had liked before um fished it for about two hours the weekend before caught you know two decent sized bass on that spinner bait and i was like all right this is where i'm going whatever uh got there morning of uh, a couple of my buddies that that fished the club my teammate another uh buddy mark uh, there was about 20 yaks at this ramp and I was not feeling it because where I was fishing is skinny water and mm -hmm. I was just didn't feel like being claustrophobic all day. Almost left, uh, honestly, before I put my kayak in the water, almost left to go somewhere else just because it's tough. You know, when everywhere you want to fish or somebody on, you're kind of making it up as you go. It's just not a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then they all went somewhere else, uh, luckily. So in the end, it ended up being a really nice day scrapped my entire pre-fish plan about halfway through the day because for whatever reason in this area they weren't on moving baits i didn't get anything on a moving bait um went to my comfort zone found a bite pretty shallow on docks they were really close to the cover uh lost number four three times under a dock respooled my entire wacky setup uh with new line and then the rest is uh, cold up from there that's awesome. Um, I, I feel like you got to not run away from that debris, though. Uh, and maybe it's different. Where I'm at in New Jersey, 
we have the uh you know the car seat pattern when i'm in the river and there's a car seat and a dirty diaper next to it that's usually the best spot so you know just a little tip a little friendly tip from new jersey uh fish that trash it's uh the best bite there is <laughs> what <clears throat> you you guys were talking about a i think every dock on go ahead I, I think everyone come with a free pile like you couldn't <laughs> cast under a dock without getting up on something Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I lost nine wacky hooks, uh, three on fish, six on just docks. Um, you know, the, for whatever reason, Yadkin docks are built with a thousand support beams. Um, I don't <laughs> yeah. really know why. They don't need them. But it's it's impossible to, to cast a wacky rig under there and not get caught one in every ten docks. The worst is when somebody's got like that old wooden busted dock and you're trying to like slowly like creep that worm along and it just gets stuck in that soft wood and there's no getting it out it's just you're absolutely screwed yeah it's it's definitely you know the the docks on norman are built strong mm-hmm. but they're built with a couple poles not four thousand support beams especially <laughs> baden baden's the worst the worst docks to fish in, in history for sure is that uh, so dock fishing? You've mentioned that a couple times. Is that normally how you fish? Is that kind of your style docks or like, like, are you a shallow guy or a, uh, an offshore guy, I guess would be the better question. Well, by default, the lakes we fish in this club, mm-hmm. you know, outside of Santee Murray docks are probably the number one player on most of them. Okay. Um, I'm not, I have a relatively small kayak. I've got a, a Sportsman 106, um, awesome kayak, freaking love it. It's a tank. I've been in some pretty uh, butt puckering situations and it's not even remotely been close to anything disastrous, you know, knock on all the wood now. Yeah. Um, but I'm not an offshore guy. I'm just not. I, right. I fish shallow year round. Um, so that happens to turn into the lakes we fish, lots of docking. That's cool. Yeah, those... Uh... I feel like those old, I, I have an old town as well. I've got the, uh, the 126 and uh, that instant reverse. I, I love fishing docks and instant reverse makes it so much easier to be able to stay kind of right on that point. Uh, a lot easier than some of the other kayaks that don't have that instant reverse that start with H and are overpriced bathtubs. <laughs> it's been great. I have no complaints. I've, I've loved every second of it. You know, it's like I said, I'm relatively new to the kayak game, but it's been it's it's wowed me a couple of times. We've had a couple of tournaments uh, that it's been scary to say the least with the wind, and it's mm-hmm. wowed me every time. Kinley, how about you? Last year got pretty rough. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it was bad last year around um, the time that you guys were there. Yeah, I was in a pescador pilot, which did pretty good. But when the wind was blowing at the back of you, you couldn't fight it. It didn't want to turn you over. It was it was pretty rough, but. Uh, I am. I hate fishing docks. Contrary to everybody else, I, I can't stand it. Um, it's just something about it I don't like. I don't have the patience for it. Uh, I'm a more of a shallow water, natural cover uh, kind of person. Now I will fish docks if it gets bright and sunny. And actually, that's how I caught my three fish at Norman was was fishing docks. But I tried to late last year and over the winter focus on trying to fish deeper structure. Um, and, and use my electronics more. And that, that actually helped me at Norman this year because when I was trying to, to find something to bite, it ended up being at 25 foot off the end of a dock. 
you know, fishing it stupid slow, which I don't have hardly the patience for at all. It ended up working out. Um, and even at Kiwi on the, the Western opener, it ended up being a, a, a Ned rig in, in 25 foot off the ends of docks that ended up working. So I'm glad I put some attention there, but boy, do I dislike it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I see I'm different. I hate fishing deep. Uh, I'd rather fish what I can see. I, I hate fishing structure and I know I need to fish it, but, um, you know, I don't. I probably miss a lot of fish. I don't know. I, I fish primarily a tidal river, so the whole structure thing kind of goes out the window, I think, at least for the fishery that I'm on. It has more to do with uh, where they can place their bodies in the current. It matters more than uh, structure on the bottom. So, Yeah, growing up fishing the French Broad, you know, it shoals out here. Uh, the, you find an eddy, you cast in it. Mm -hmm. you know, that's the only place you, you cast it. You find a big rock that's got swirls around it. That's where you're going to catch them. Um, started out in the uh, Old Town Loon, uh, 138. It's like a 13-foot, 8-inch uh, touring sitting kayak. Still have it. Dad um, Dad has both of them at uh, Lake James. Um, you know, they do great in the wind, fast. They're only 40 pounds, but you can't stand in it. <laughs> what are you in now? When you got to go to the bathroom, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of kayak are you in now? I have a uh, native uh, Slayer Max 12.5. I picked it up at the Yadkin event last year from Shane at Rock Outdoors. Um, I literally, I, I, I fished in my pescador. My rudder cable broke while I was there, um, and, and it got a little windy. Uh, we loaded it up on the trailer, went over to Rock Outdoors, picked up my brand new one, and I, I drove it home, and I've been fishing out of that one since. Those are good boats. I Native's one of those weird brands where like I feel like I don't see them a lot. Like I see Hobie, and I see Old Town everywhere um but like i don't see native a lot but every time i like talk to somebody who has one uh, i've never heard complaints about them so uh, uh you know i like the boat for what it is um it's a good boat uh i upgraded the steering to the spring blade um there i have some complaints but i don't think there's any boat you're going to have that you're not going to have some kind of complaint there's a trade-off with everyone whether it's weight yep. balance speed something like that my, my old pescador i can do almost five mile an hour in it uh, this one, I'm lucky to do four and a half, and I'm tired in 10 minutes. So it, there's a trade-off. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no trade-off. You just get an old town. You got the best of everything. <laughs> just <Agreed. joking. laughs> No, I mean, old town does have a doubt. Like, Hobie's storage solutions are way better than old towns. Like, I feel like on old town, there is some wasted space that they could have added in some better storage solutions. But... That's the number one reason I didn't buy an old town when I was looking for yeah. a new one was the fact that behind the seat, the space was so much smaller and, and the native just has all that. It's, it's, it's massive back there. They squared it off, yeah. um, but it doesn't turn well going backwards, which none of them really do. But when you're fishing around docks, especially and that wind starts blowing, you need to go backwards and turn a little bit. That, mm -hmm. that native just won't do it. Yeah. I feel like you got to be more creative in the old town to make, I'm going through it right now. I'm trying to find the best solution to like hold everything. And I just wish we had that hole in the middle that a Hobie has like that tray insert right in the middle. I would love that. That would make my day, but yeah. I'm yeah, the, the main thing. Them. The main thing I want with my old town is the ability to not have to take the picture of the fish on my lap. You know, the natives mm -hmm. and the Ahobies, you can put your entire catchboard in the middle of the kayak. Yeah. I got to take it on my lap. And that's, that's a, it's a dangerous prospect on spotted bass fisheries, especially. Largemouth, for the most part, lay down. 
mm-hmm. and just sort of take it. But spots, they're angry. They're angry to get on that board. Yeah, you got pressure. Say that again. You got to put that net at the ball. Now, the the Slayer Max doesn't is it actually wide enough for the twenty six inch catchboard to sit flat? I lean it up on the on the side of it, and I actually I put my left foot under the bump uh, to help support it. Now, when you're putting twenty one inch fish on there, it gets a little difficult, but um, it's the the I think the Titan the twenty six will fit flat, um, which would be nice. I know what you're talking about, but I usually leave it inclined and just angle my camera so I don't get open mouth penalties because you can't see the mouth. What's also an aspect, I'm a small guy, so so for those who listening slash watching, I'm only 5'6", so those bigger kayaks, I tried a couple of them, and I just I literally couldn't reach the front and the back from my seated position. I couldn't reach my broads at the back, and I was just like, I'm going to be really pissed off if I'm always having to like beach my boat to fix a rudder to, right. to get into the front hole or whatever that is. Um, so I'm with the smaller one and it, I mean, it's great. I don't have, I, I drive an SUV as well. I just shove it in the back of the SUV that it, which helps. I don't have a truck. Like a lot of people, I don't have a trailer yeah. either. Um, but you know, being a smaller guy, this one Oh six seems to, seems to fit me well for sure. Yeah. When I was looking at them, I went to the bigger one just cause I was coming out of a, like a 12 foot kayak and I wanted to have like, uh, like just a 12 foot paddle. Right. So I wanted someone on the size but like I was looking at Hobie and then I, I'm like, you have an SUV. So I was like, Hobies are fucking heavy. They're so heavy. And like the the old town that I have now, it's still like, I mean, I've got a system down, but it involves a lot of bath mats and like laying that thing over and pushing it up over the top. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that is a huge upside. And that 106, I got a lot of friends who have that 106 and they, they love it. It's such a speedy little boat too, so. I just, I just shove it in the back. Uh, anybody who's seen me driving on the road, it looks like it's going to fall out. It's not. Um, it, it's it's well Why don't you put it on the top? In. Why don't you put it on the top? The SUV I have is a, has a moonroof. So? It'll, shatter the, it'll shatter the moonroof. Um, you don't have bars? No. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I used back. to take both of those 14. I'd take both those 14 foot Old Town loons and shove them in the back of a Honda Odyssey <laughs> and tie the rear hatch out on top of them. And we would go float the French Broad River with it. So I, go. I, I got you. I yep. feel that. Yep. It might look like it's going to fall out. It might look like it's loud. It is loud. It is cold uh, with the door open for sure. But other than that, it, 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 knocks it, poison it, yeah, yeah. If I, as long as I'm driving fast enough, I don't get the exhaust uh, in there. Stoplights get questionable, um, but it works. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I got, I've, I live in a small town in South Jersey and I got pulled over from my kayak once because I didn't have that stupid flag on the back of it when it was on top of my car. And, uh, but it was like positioned to like, it was only like five inches sticking out. And this guy was like, Hey man, he was giving me a really hard time about it. I was like, listen, dude, like, he's like, well, it's a hazard. I'm like, if somebody hits the kayak, they are so far up my car's ass. I don't think the kayak matters at that point. And he just looks at it. He goes, all right, you might have a point. And I was one of the few, one of the few ways I've gotten out of a ticket. <laughs> I somehow, I mean, I got a red flag on it. It lives on it permanently. Um, but I somehow haven't had anybody question, pull me over and be like, is that going to fall out? Like, Not really, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what insurance is for. It'd be all right. I haven't, haven't, haven't uh, had it happen yet. So I can't say no, but I can say it hasn't happened yet. 
All right, so what's the uh, what's the next event for Queen City? The Fickle Santee for me. Okay. Is that stop number three, or is there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are 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 you not fishing that one, Kinley? I I'm fishing Santee, but on the 18th. Uh, so not this Saturday, but the next one is the Southern Opener on Murray. Okay. And like I said, Murray ruined my season last year, so I'm gonna go back, and it's either gonna hurt my feelings again, or or I'm gonna try to maybe, um, maybe I can follow up two good finishes in a row. So. Oh, that's for the. Oh, I forgot Queen City did the Southern Division this year too, right? Yes, I, I'm. I'm mostly going to be Western and Maine, but like I said, with Murray coming up, and then I believe we have we have Murray again on the Maine at some point. And I, I just I thought it would be a good idea to go ahead and go out there and see if I couldn't figure something out. Those flat lakes I have trouble with. Um, put me up in the salute, I do okay, but you put me out on that flatter water, I, I tend to struggle trying to find the fish, uh, which is what got me last year. I, I like to fish those transition lines deeper to shallow water with with laydowns and stuff. And, I just had trouble finding that. All right, let's do uh, let's do some bold predictions, Landon. Let's start with you. So, uh, why don't you tell me for Santee, since that's the main one that we'll do uh, another show for this for? Why don't you tell me the inches that it's going to take to win, and uh, what place you think you'll get? Man, I tell you, Santee and I have a uh, an interesting relationship. Um, I have. I've had 82 inches for four in practice. Very next day, skunked. Um, Santee was the first, obviously, like I said, first tournament. Bold prediction. Based on what I've I've heard and seen, we're going to have a pretty good sight fishing tournament, potentially. Um, big fish there. I think it's going to be another 80. Uh, I hope Kinley's big four isn't broken, but I think it's certainly possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner, 79 and a half. Okay. Uh, me, the area I, I plan to fish, I've gotten 83 inches for best four out of before. I've also gone back and had zero bites in four hours before. And what are those GPS coordinates? <laughs> I'll just say uh, <laughs> southern part of the lake, uh, the, the southern shore of Marion. Yeah, yeah. The southern um, part of the lake that's wet. The southern shore of Marion. Um, I couldn't even – I mean, for me, yeah. I'm I'm hoping for for a limit, and that's, that's it. Uh, you know, a limit there can be anything. It can be 80 inches. It can be, you know, 65 inches. But I'm hoping for a limit, and that's that's as much as I can go. I hate it. I love it. Um, I've broken rods on 10 pounders. I've uh, lost rods in trees. So anything can happen on Santee. And then probably the most important question, Landon, is uh, is Tori, the Bass and Bruce historian, going to catch more than one fish at this tournament? I, because <laughs> I feel like it's going to be sight fishing able, yeah. maybe not easy. I think everyone's going to catch at least a fish. Okay. Um, it, you know, with the, the warmth, the, we missed it by about a week last year, same date. We missed it by about a week. Um, right. I think with the, the warm, the cooler, the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to be right on it. Um, so I, everyone, if, if it's right, everyone should catch a fish. Absolutely. 
All right, so so officially Landon said, Tori, you're still going to suck, and you're only going to get one fish. That was Landon's official statement. Everyone right. should catch at least one fish. That's all I'm saying. Everyone, if they're sitting on beds, everyone should catch at least one fish. Kinley, you, bud. So uh, same question to you. The first two, how many inches do you think, and uh, how do you think you're going to do? So... I hope that what I have now stands for the rest of the year because uh, I feel like that's a pretty good limit for that end-of-year award. But with that being said, it is Santee, and, and I think it'll probably fall. Um, I, I believe probably in the neighborhood of 83 inches, Ooh. Uh, 84 inches. Yeah. Right? But I, I think it will fall. Um, I have 82 and a half, so like I said, I hope it doesn't. But as far as where I'll finish, I don't know. I, I, this event last year, I had the flu. I, I drove all the way down there. I fished for half a day. I mm. caught three. Two of them jumped out of the boat, and I left and went home. I slept 16 straight hours. I went back for the native big bass and pulled 63 inches out of the same place on four fish. So it, I'm hoping that I can catch a limit. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, I'm not very experienced with it. Um, and... I think I would like to think that I could pull 60 inches out and finish somewhere in the middle of the pack. Um, being that it's another flat water, flat right. land lake, because they'll have what I typically look for. I don't expect to do extremely well. Um, but I think, I think like Chris Gravely could go back out there and pull another, you know, big day, throw 84 inches on the board and take it again. And then uh, in, instead of Tory, because uh, Landon already expressed his, uh, his, lack of confidence in her being able to catch more than one fish and i agree landon fully um <laughs> do, how many anger inducing moments do you think dustin hands-on adventures uh and hambone <laughs> are gonna have because they both had some very angry moments from this event this last one so how many let's do a uh cut line of four do you think they're gonna have more than four anger inducing i'm quitting fishing moments or less Oh man! All right, so you put me on the spot. So I already, I told, I told Hambone on his last video that I, I could relate to him because me and him have similar like temperament. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really easy to piss me off, and so I, I think he could potentially have more than four, especially yeah. if he casts them into the cypress trees. Uh, they're like, way lower to the water than the one that he casted in. Like Ham, I like I wanted to be uh, kind of mean, but Hambone, you know, the fish are in the water, right? Not in the tree. It's fishing, not birding. Um. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> but then Dustin, um, Dustin, as far as Dustin goes. Yeah, as long as he doesn't forget his drive and his truck doesn't break down, he will be fine. Well, I, I think his problem was he forgot his hooks because if you saw what he's been putting on social media, he's uh, losing a lot of fish. And I think we, we've we kind of cornered it down that he's not using hooks. I think he's just using Play-Doh and he's just hoping that the fish miraculously make their way into the boat. I was actually across the channel hey, from Hambone when he fell in and he thought I saw him and I didn't. And I'm severely disappointed. Um, that I didn't see the whole debacle of, oh. of him going in the water. I saw the aftermath. I, I, I saw him at the at, at launch. We were the only two that went the direction we went. And he was wearing pants. And then I looked over the channel <laughs> and he was wearing shorts. Or at least had him rolled up. And I was like, I wonder if those are zip off at the knee pants. Like, those are fancy. But uh, apparently he had to change because he fell in the water. And I'm sad that I missed it. I was too busy. Uh, culling up five inches 
on him across the channel to notice that he had fallen in the water. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I can probably do handles better than I did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I don't have a, a YouTube because there would be too much editing, especially on times like, like I had a, I, I missed number, th- like I said, I lost number four, breaking off under a dock, set the hook, solid as all get out, couldn't get it out to save my life three times on, uh, and there were times where the, the rod almost went in the water. And then also I almost went in the water out of just wanting to end it because I just didn't want to do it anymore. Listen, so those are the I'm best moments. No, no, you keep those in. YouTube. Too much editing. It'd be Jabber, too much. <laughs> Jabber Hammer's not here, but uh, he, I mean, he's got one of the best quotes on the show. If you want to go famous and you didn't catch a fish, you need to fall in the water, hook somebody with a hook or shit your pants and then your internet gold. So I tell you, ten, uh, so I've made a, I've made a habit of last minute big, catches i caught the 21 and a half to uh, to call about five inches at i think i put it on the board at, at 250 259 is the last one a little yeah. bit of poo came out i won't deny yeah. that a little bit of poo <laughs> came out uh on hartwell i ended up with big bass i caught that one with three minutes left 2275 um and that was a fight and a half because if you've ever been on hartwell the between the cover the docks and the the the, the freaking cables connecting the dots yeah it's a it's a nightmare of a place. <laughs> the cables um, are the worst. It's a nightmare of a place. And I had a 22.75 on, on eight pound test fluorocarbon and not only poo, some pee, some F-bombs, <laughs> some, some prayers. Jesus made its way in there, but I, may, I, I, I got, I got it in. So that's what all that matters. All right. Why well, we got you there, Landon, we're, uh, we're going to give you this opportunity. Shout out anybody you'd like to, um, floor is kind of yours as a closing I, here I, I don't necessarily have anybody to shout out uh you know uh lunkers and loggers is my uh, instagram kind of follows bass and brews oddly enough um i post pictures of my fish and the beer that i drink afterward and that's basically what i do hell yeah you know wes was on the show last week and he had the best one we were like is there any companies anything and he goes yeah i have three sponsors i'd like to thank me myself and i because nobody pays for me to do this shit and i was like thank you damn wes thank you to my wife who printed out our wedding vows that literally said i vow to let you fish more that i bring up at least three times a week uh wow. so thank you shout out to her wedding vows nice it's good. Kinley, same question, man. Anybody you'd like to shout out? Anything you'd like to say before we close this out? All right. Uh, I want to shout out Vinny uh, just because he runs a great show. Everybody in this group is friendly. I haven't met anybody that wasn't a friend. Uh, everybody's a winner. Uh, you can go in, go to weigh in, win something if you didn't fish well. Um, uh, Alan Amick, A-Square Custom Baits. He he keeps my bag full of soft plastics. Uh, he makes some awesome baits. They have great action, and I've and I put together some pretty good bags with them. Um, and, but most importantly, I want to thank my wife, uh, Lauren Martin. We teamed together our Life Unhooked uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, she watched me. She had pretty much done fishing by the end of this tournament, and she sat and watched me uh, cull up two more inches and finish where I did and supported me. And, and it was fun to share that moment with her. Uh, the only thing, like I said, uh, the only thing that would have been better than me catching it was if I could have watched her catch them. Um, so that's the goal. I'm trying to teach her. I want to get her to the point. I want to see her put together a big bag and walk up there in front of everybody and take home a plaque. Um, that's that's the goal for, for, for now. So That's awesome. We'll just make sure she doesn't fish with Tori and she'll catch fish. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Um, 
Yeah, this has been Queen at City Chronicles, event number two. Uh, I just got a text, though. We have an update on Paul's health. Uh, we just found out, and it's breaking news, that... Uh... <laughs>